All right, that was Zepparella with Ramble On. Good morning, I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Hope you're having a great start to your week. I know it's early, but some of, some of us have been up very early already. All right, standing by to join us is Chris Malecki. We're talking about his film, Last Curtain Call. It's a family drama set in the music world that stars Christopher Malecki, who's been on Passions, Days of Our Lives, Port Charles, David Proval from The Sopranos, Mean Streets, and Billy Worth of The Lost Boys. So here we go with Chris Malecki. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Sure. So tell me uh, how you got involved in this film and why this is so close to, to your heart. Well, uh, about four years ago or so, the director uh, came to me with this script, and uh, it was loosely based on a true story, and so we sort of twisted it, tweaked it out a little bit to make it about music as opposed to this other person's life or what his, his job originally was. And it's about a rock star that gets dementia. Okay. And uh, we got on, you know, started the project, and then uh, uh, we finished the project. And then going into post-production, I found out that my father had also got dementia, which is so crazy oh. and, and weird. Wow. Uh, yeah, so he got dementia, and it was about three years. He struggled with that. Um, and I pretty much put everything on hold to help take care of my father. And he passed away a year ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, one year ago, yeah. So he suffered quite a bit, but um, the it was just the film was dedicated to him. Uh, also, at the end, you'll see his name up there on the film, and uh, dedicated to him. And Beautiful. It was just yeah, it was very very. Uh, it, was, it was it was just surreal kind of that I was portraying this character, and I had nothing to base it on, and, yes. and see my dad go through, which is which is very very crazy. That is really crazy because you never expected when you came on board that that would happen. No, not at all. You know, as an actor, you go in, you do your research on a character or, or, or what his background is, and you, uh, you know, you do what you do, you do your work. And then uh, this happened, and it was just so mind-boggling. I'm still, still kind of, again, it's just, it, it, for me, it is, it's, oh, we're coming out just about a year ago, around the year, year mark of his death, the film's coming out, too. That's, to me, is kind of strange also, but, yeah. So, Chris, let me ask you this, because the name of my show is Get the Funk Out, and okay. I lost my dad to cancer. I lost my grandmother to dementia. Um, oh, now, uh, thank you. So when you're going through this, you know, here you are in this, involved in this film. How did you stay so focused? And, you know, you must have had moments when it was really hard. Well, it was very hard, yeah. Of course, I, that's why I put everything on the back burner. Everything was put on hold far as this film was concerned and other, other projects and whatever I was doing in my life was put on hold because I was, I'm the only child mm -hmm. uh, and I, I took the, you know, it's my duty to help my father, of course, and, and uh, you know, I helped him as much as I could until I had to put him into a facility near the end, unfortunately, but that mm -hmm. was just what we had to do because we had sure. caretakers at the house and, yes. you know, with the jobs, well, job wasn't getting done, I'm sure you're familiar with that, right. uh, but uh, yeah, I was traumatizing but you know i'm not i wouldn't call myself a, i'm more of a spirit, spiritual person I, more than religious but i look at it as my father's free now yes because he suffered and you know to see what he went through i like with cancer it's a terrible thing too but yeah. usually there's a light at the end of the tunnel with this disease there is no light it's no. just you're in purgatory where my father was and yes. uh it was terrible so everything was on on hold you know uh, it makes you understand what's very what's really important in life and things we lose sight of, you know. I feel like with, you know, you having this personal experience with your dad and then the film, 
man, you must have changed as a result of doing all this. Uh, 100% changed, 100%. Uh, because, uh, again, uh, not to sound cliche, uh, uh, you know, you, you, when, you, when you lose something like you lose, you see somebody go through this, you realize mm-hmm. what's important in life. And uh, I put that in perspective for myself. And you, know, you hear about it, you hear about friends or hear things on television, but what happens to you is a different story. Right. And I wouldn't wish this upon my worst enemy, this uh, disease. It's just terrible. And everybody, there's people that I've heard, and to this day I know people's family members who are going through uh, dementia, Alzheimer's for like 10, 12 years. They're still living with it. Uh. And my dad, my dad was a, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a quick, he was out pretty much passively quickly after like three years. Mm-hmm. But it was a slow burn of the same note because it's like the time that he did at the end was, was horrible. I mean, every day for him was bad. So last uh. year especially was terrible. I'm so sorry. If you're Thank just you. if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Chris Malecki, uh, and we're talking about the film Last Curtain Call. Uh, mm-hmm. What would you like people to know about this film? Well, I hope that it's kind of a, a, a it'll pull at the heartstrings. Uh, I'd like people to walk away with it. With uh, it's about loss. This film and, and regret also, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, I think in anything we do, you have a responsibility as a as an entertainer, to send a message. I mean, that's when we go to, to a movie, to get away. Yes. And I don't think this movie is a downer movie. It's not, because, you know, you go into these things, and you want to walk out of the theater was thinking about it. You know, you have to do something. You have to move the audience something. Good, bad, or indifferent, you got to move them one way or another. And I, I hope that they walk away with this film and go home and hug their parents or their dog, whatever means a lot to them in life, and, and just appreciate life for what it is. Because it's too, once it's gone, it's gone. Right. There's no second chance. And that's why I like to, people to walk away with to, to embrace life a little bit better and, and the people that they care about. Beautiful. Out of all the things you've done, this is probably a, a dumb statement, but it's probably the most meaningful, right? 100%. Yes. Yeah. It's not a dumb statement at all. It's uh, absolutely, um, you know, of course, when we were doing it, I wasn't thinking of this. Hey, I'm doing this thing. Hey, Dad, I'm doing this movie. This guy's got dementia. My dad was always very supportive of me. Yes. And it's crazy. And I'll never forget the day my father was, you know, he was coming down with something. We did, they didn't know what it, really what it was. And I'll never mm-hmm. forget, he sat down on the floor in his house, because he was always sitting on the floor against the wall when he was getting started to get sick. Mm-hmm. And he said, Chris, he said, I'm not the same man I used to be. And I'll never forget those words he said to me. Because my dad, uh, everybody knew my dad. It was very... Uh, uh, um, strong, very independent person, never asked anybody for anything. But when he said that to me, he never wanted me, this is what a father kind of father was, he never wanted me to see him weak or crack or anything, yes, ever. falling apart. Ever, yeah, right. you know? And I understand, I'm a parent myself, but when he said that to me, it just, it just, it was, it was it went in my head, I go, oh my gosh, you know, I, there's changes going on. I could see it, but when he said it, he admitted it to me right. and said the obvious, it, it, it spoke volumes to me. Sure, because it's one oh. thing to physically sit on the floor, and it's another thing to open up and yeah, see your yeah. dad in a different place. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I realized then, too, you know, she was, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's a man, he's a human being, and, you know, when you're a kid growing up, you look at your parents or dad or whatever, mom, superhero people, you know, they're, 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 nothing can affect them, nothing hurts them, that's my dad, you know, and I'm sure. seeing this person, he's just human, but it was terrible, it was horrible, I end up thinking about it now a lot of, about it now, especially lately, because we're you know talking about this film a lot. And, right, right. Uh, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty bad, it's pretty I, rough. 
I want to mention that the film mm-hmm. is going to be screening this Thursday, August 23rd, at the uh, Lemley Music Hall Theater at uh, 9036 Wilshire Boulevard in Beverly Hills. It's going to be shown at 7.30. There's a cocktail reception and a QA, Q&A with the filmmakers to follow. I put all the info up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, and the film's going to play at the Arena uh, Cine Lounge, is that how you say it? Cine Lounge? Yeah, it's on the 24th. 24th yeah. to the 31st, and I put the link to the Showtimes sure. um, and info about Alzheimer's Association. Um, yeah. And um, anything else you would like to mention about the film without giving too much away about it? Uh, I'll just say this. It's, uh, it's in the realm of Sixth Sense, the movie Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a reveal at the end of the film, and it's kind of gets everybody surprised, not to say too much about it, but, uh, but yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a surprise ending to it, what I'll say. Amazing. And, um, I know there's events going on with, uh, the Walk to End Alzheimer's at the LA Zoo, and that's coming up November 3rd. That's right, and I'll be there walking in the name of my father, so everybody get out there who would like to do a good thing, a good cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, I now, uh, this is the first thing I've, like this I've done, and now I'm going to get more involved with it, this organization, which is a wonderful organization. So I've been, you know, sort of uh, waiting for the right time, and now I've been pointing in the right direction, and I'm going to do just that November 3rd. Okay. Everybody come on out for a good cause. You know, uh, one of the insights I've had lately on my show, because I've been doing this show for years, is that a lot of times we go through the worst moments in our lives. We lose people, we have career funks, personal funks, whatever. And through those moments, sometimes something greater happens, something more meaningful. And I'm, I'm mm. hearing that with you. Mm. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I feel the same way. And it's kind of unfortunate to take something like this to happen to you to sort of wake up. And I've always been awake, so I don't want to say it like that. Like I've been not aware of my surroundings or what's going on around me, but... Mm-hmm. Absolutely, this thing definitely woke me up, and it's never too late. Like in this film, that's the character, it's kind of it's too late for him, and he's, he's trying to re- grab what he lost, and mm-hmm. bring it back and go back in time, and he can't do it, unfortunately. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I definitely have. Yeah, it's been an eye-opener and, uh, in many ways. I hope to never see that again when I saw my father go through it for anyone in this world to have to go through. It was just absolutely terrible. Of course. I keep going back to it, but it was terrible. I'm my dad. S- it was my dad, you know? I that know. I'm sorry. I'm going to switch gears for a quick second. We just have a few more sure. minutes. So, Please. did you always want to go in the entertainment world? Was that your focus when you were younger? Well, I started professionally when I was 12, mm-hmm. so many years ago. So, yeah, as a kid, I was one. I mean, most Kids start the business because the parents are pushing them. Of course, I had to have a mom or dad drive me to auditions in the set, of course, but it was what I wanted to do. I was always doing my little acting things here and there at school plays. So I got in professionally at 12, and, uh, you know, I was very busy as a kid actor, and it just came very easy. You don't understand how when you're, when you're in that, there's so much competition going on, you don't really look at it like that. You just go, you do your thing, and you usually get the job because you're just a cute kid, yes. quote, unquote. Yeah. You know, and then, of course, then you get a little older, you start transitioning into this young guy, which is okay, but now the competition is different, and, you know, it's a whole different deal. Uh, so at the beginning, uh, midway through my career, I, I sort of based a lot of my happiness on if I was working or not. This is many years ago. Sure. And I realized quickly that was the wrong way to do it because, you know, you, you, you can't control it. You, you can't, uh, can't put all your eggs in one basket, basically. 
Right. So people ask me now about getting in the business. Uh, people ask for their children. Like I have my daughter, of course, uh, who approached her about doing things. And I'm, I'm kind of not really for that for my kids. Sure, yes. Uh, because I'd say, you know, get an education. Do what you want to do in life. I'm not going to say no to her if she wants to do something like this, but I'd give her good advice, of course. But for me, it was, uh, yeah, it was a dream of mine to do what I've done. I've, done, I've already lived my dream many, many times. You know, uh, people can always base their life on, you know, I've already gotten to that place that I wanted to be so many times in this, in, this, yes. in this business or what I thought was the thing to make me happy, which it's really not. It's just a, just something you do as a hobby. And it's, it's, a, it's a great thing, and it's got its ups and downs, of course, this business, but this is what I've done my whole life, basically. Sure. But now, like I said earlier, I don't put all my eggs in the basket. I don't focus. I'm not tunnel vision anymore. I see things around me because I wasn't Good. for some time. Right. You know, yeah. You go through relationships. I mean, you know, you, everything goes to the wayside because you're looking in one place, which focus is good. You go to be focused. Yes. But you also have to take the time to smell the roses. You bet. You bet. Yeah. So where mm-hmm. can people find out more about you, Chris? Well, of course, uh, Facebook. Christopher Malachy at Facebook. And then, of course, on IMDb. Doc, uh, IMDb Pro would be a good one. Okay. But imdb.com is tells you all the work that I've done and things I have coming out. And that's a great place to start for everybody who's in the movies or actors. You can go there and look it up your favorite actor and see what they're doing. Excellent. That's a good place, though. Very yes, cool. ma'am. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for calling in. It's been wonderful. Congratulations again. I'm sorry about the loss of your dad and this thank film. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, sure. And this film is wonderful. Last Curtain Call, Chris Malecki. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. You too. Talk Bye-bye. to you soon. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, that was Chris Malecki talking about his film, Last Curtain Call. It's a family drama set in the music world. It stars Chris Malecki. And if you missed any part of this, it will be up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Up next, Matt Coulter of the Be Beautiful Foundation is calling in to talk about his nonprofit. They're providing hope, resources, and a path to feeling Beautiful, a community committed to women of all ages defying the odds against cancer. And that info, again, is up on my show blog as well. Get the funk out show.kuci.org. We'll take a mini break and then we'll be back. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.